Noi mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka, welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Today, Cabinet is to consider whether to relax the last COVID-19 rules. Will the seven-day isolation period remain? We'll talk to the latest uh, on that after four. Business competition has got to improve to push down prices for cash strapped New Zealanders, says our guest today. We discuss that on the panel. Also today, less than half of students attained university entrance last year. Doesn't sound good, does it? That on the panel. And April 11 is National Pet Day. It's just a day to acknowledge our special pet in our life. Ralph the Bichon Frise, Fritz the Poodle. Tell us about the pet that means or meant something very special to you. You can text me at 2101 or email the panel at rnz.co.nz. Oh, cannot forget the song whisperer this afternoon. You guess the lyrics and we give you the songs. Here are the lyrics. Valhalla. I am coming, on we sweep with threshing oar, oh, our only goal would be the western shore, aha, ah, aha, ah, text me, 2101, with me today, Julie Woods, professional speaker and coach from Otipori Dunedin, as well as ambassador for blind, low vision NZ, kia ora Julie, kia ora Wallace, kia ora New Zealand, Good to have you here, Julie. Also, Mark Knopf-Thomas, he's the Chief Executive of the New Market Business Association. Mark, welcome. Hey, Wallace. Hi, Julie. Hi, everyone. Very Hi, good. Mark. Now, to the tornadoes. It's just a matter of days. We've seen tornadoes hit the Kapiti Coast, Waitara, Auckland and the Tasman. Uh, the frequency of these kinds of extreme weather events seems to be increasing before our very eyes. With us now is James Peterson. He's in the Nelson District. James, uh, good to have you on. Good to be on. Hello. Now, James, what did you experience or see? Uh, you, you said that you could just sense it coming. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. Uh, just sort of watching from the windows uh, out towards the estuary where we are uh, and uh, it sort of started off pretty lightly, uh, and then it all hell broke loose. We had uh, branches and trees and rain all horizontal heading towards the house. Um, and, yeah, from there it was about 30 seconds, 45 seconds until it left us. But it was, uh, yeah, it left a fair bit of damage around our house and our neighbourhood through. Understood, understand that you um, uh, screened for the whole family to get into the garage. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I couldn't work out uh, we were safe, actually, in the house, um, but the garage seemed like the most uh, sensible place. So, yeah, yeah, just uh, yelling out to everybody and grabbing people and uh, trying to get them into the garage. But, um, yeah, yeah, crazy time, really. Yeah. Goodness. And, James, what about the houses uh, and the neighbours around you? Um, everybody was fairly lucky, uh, apart from the poor, poor fellow that lost his uh, full bay shed, uh, you know, in the direct area. Um, there could have been a lot more damage. We're, we're sort of surrounded by trees here. So uh, people were very lucky, uh, us included, to um, just have property damage. But um, as I understand it, you know, two or three k's away, the uh, tornado must have got stronger and ripped uh, plenty of roofs off homes, uh, sheds destroyed, lots of things destroyed, trampolines, of course. They're always the first that come to fly around the district. So, um, yeah, no, amazing day, really, yesterday, and amazing nobody got seriously hurt, as as far as I understand it. All right. Well, it's very good to have you on the panel. Uh, Thanks, James. Kia ora. 
That's James Peterson. And with us now is Mayor, uh, Kapti Mayor Janet Holborough. Uh, kia ora, Janet. Kia ora. The area must be feeling a little shaken after the tornado events there, Janet. Yeah, certainly really unsettling for everyone and so traumatising to the people who are directly affected. You know, like that, that last guy we were just listening to in Nelson, we've got families who are just reeling after, you know, just roofs being ripped off houses and bits of tin coming through windows and, yeah, some really severely damaged houses, a couple of really severely damaged houses and then, then another about 20 um, with kind of various levels of damage. Let's bring our um, panel. They might have a question or two. Uh, Julie, I don't know whether or not you've experienced a tornado. No, I haven't, and it sounds frightening, Janet. Um, I'm just wondering what have you learnt from this morning in terms of what you could pass on to us if we were to experience one? Well, the main thing is tie down anything that's loose Mm. outside. The amount of times we hear about trampolines travelling from one property to another, tie down trampolines, outdoor furniture, Anything that's loose on the property, we're expecting a little bit more um, maybe unsettled weather tonight, around 6 or after. So particularly if you're in Carpety or any of the other areas that are going to be affected by that, just make sure there's nothing loose outside. When we, we can't really help roofs blowing off houses, but there's a certain amount we can do to stop that damage from just things flying around. Yeah, Mark. So, Janet, how, how much time do you think people had from when they realised things were getting a bit uh, a bit crazy and then from being actually hit by the tornado? Well, this was a real surprise. First of all, it wasn't really forecast to be that bad. And then from the account that I read um, earlier, just could hear it and then a couple of minutes later, bam, you know, and something comes mm. through the window of the house. It just comes so suddenly, which I think is why it's so kind of deeply traumatic for people. You know, it's just horrible. Yeah. Well, very good. Uh, thanks for that update, Janet. That's a mayor, uh, a mayor of Carpety, Janet Holborough. And with us now is Met Service Meteorologist Mark Todd. Kia ora, Mark. Good afternoon and good afternoon to the listeners. Yeah, pleasure to have you here, Mark. Four tornadoes ripping through parts of the country over the past three days. What's going on? Oh, it's very unsettled weather. We had a couple of convective outbreaks like this uh, in the recent past. I can't remember the exact dates, but uh, ingredients are just very favorable for um, the development of thunderstorms over quite a wide area of the country. And unfortunately, the ingredients are also there for these thunderstorms to become severe and generate damaging winds and, as we've seen, tornadoes also. So uh, pretend we're in a sort of a a school science lesson. Can you explain what causes a tornado? It's a little bit of a tricky one. Um, The very strongest tornadoes, um, the most damaging ones that we're used to seeing on television in North America, are associated with severe thunderstorms called supercell storms. Um, You get them all over the world where the right ingredients uh, come together, including New Zealand, but they're relatively rare here in comparison with some other parts of the world like North America and maybe Southern Africa. Um, the, The kind of tornadoes that we tend to see here in New Zealand are associated rather with um, 
non-supercell thunderstorms. We call them non-supercell tornadoes. And um, the dynamics causing them is, is, is pretty complicated, but these smaller tornadoes, which cause a little bit less damage, um, tend to be associated with the updraft in the um, thunderstorm or in the shower. You can even get them with, with showers that are not producing yeah. uh, lightning at all. Um, what, what happens is the updraft in, in the cloud taps into sort of low-level circulations near, near the surface and manages to, to suck it up into the, into the updraft. And then you get these relatively short-lived uh, tornadoes that are not quite as damaging as the very big ones associated with supercell thunderstorms. Let's bring Julie Woods and you've got a question, Julie? I'm just thinking about in tsunamis we're told to go up in tornadoes. Is it better that we go down to to yes, you know absolutely. lower ground and underneath yeah. undercover? Yeah. You want to be um, sort of safe from flying debris, basically. So um, I think the classic image from North America is climbing into the bath and putting a mattress on top of you if you've, you've got one of these gigantic, enormous things approaching. But if, if, if you're still experiencing something smaller, as we have today in New Zealand, which can also be, be damaging, there is also the danger that um, flying debris can, can, can cause injuries. So it's a case of just protecting yourself from things flying. Mark. Mm. It's interesting. Um, I think a lot of people sort of, there are a lot of chatter in offices around the country. It's probably, oh God, tornadoes are becoming such a thing. They never used to be like this. Um, is that true? And when was the first recorded tornado in New Zealand, if you know? I can't answer the question about the first recorded tornado in New Zealand, but certainly I think in this era of uh, social media and particularly um, cell phones having such excellent cameras in them these days and everybody having them, we, we're getting much more um, sightings of, of these taking place. So um, I, I think that plays a large role. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting comparing uh, the overseas tornadoes to the ones here. I'm looking at uh, these updraft speeds. So you've got uh, the updraft speeds here, typically with speeds of around 36 kilometres per hour, um, and which were developed in an environment that caused the updraft to rotate, potentially causing a tornado. In the States, you've got updraft speeds of more than 150 kilometres per hour and up to 200 k's. They are an entirely different beast over there often. Absolutely. Um, they they have perfect ingredients in, in North America for very, very unstable conditions, which cause these enormous vertical accelerations uh, of the updraft and, as you say, can, can reach these astronomical speeds. Very good to have you on, uh, Mark Todd there, Met Service Meteorologist. Uh, so we had Mark Todd there. Before that, we had uh, Mayor of Carpeti, Janet Holborough there, and uh, James Peterson in the Nelson District, who had some pretty severe weather in that area. So we'll be keeping abreast uh, and a watch with the latest developments across RNZ into the evening checkpoint uh, and beyond rnz.co.nz. All right, Julie Woods, I've been thinking, what's on your mind? Wallace, I've been thinking about ordering Uber Eats on Good Friday because my son came down from Wellington and arrived around tea time and decided that he was going to order Uber Eats. And I said to him, on Good Friday, I don't think so. Well, 20 minutes later, we were sitting on the couch eating a burger and sharing his fries. 
and it just made me think should this is this obviously it's a thing it just made me feel like I was living in a parallel universe um and good friday <laughs> when i was growing up was a very sacred day and here you are being completely <laughs> unsacred i know having your having your, having your chicken pad tie delivered by uh, a person <laughs> working on easter what a shocker julie are you ashamed of yourself I, I am ashamed of myself, and, and my response, uh, Wallace, should be, don't, never do it again, but I was thinking, <laughs> okay, if you can't beat them, join them, and I'm going to learn how to um, use the Uber Eats app, and next Good Friday, I'm going to order my own Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good on you, Julie. Thank you. All right, Mark Knopf Thomas, can you beat that? So, uh well, no, I think a lot of hospitals open on, on Good Friday these days, though. It seems to be a lot more than, than <laughs> in the past. Um, I've been thinking, uh, along along with Rod Stewart, whose uh, mm -hmm. dulcet tones recently graced our shores with his concert, um, about potholes. So I went up to Teheku, the far north, for Easter weekend, as, I, as is my want from time to time. And although the pothole situation on State Highway 1 is better than it was, it's still fairly terrible. In fact, some friends who came up to stay um, hit a pothole just south of Whangarei and uh, the tyre blew up. Um, what has caused the absolute explosion of potholes in New Zealand over the last couple of years? Is it, because, is it all to do with COVID? Is it because of that? Is it, or is it because our road construction technique is maybe a bit questionable? And I know there was some situation recently where the road was lifting off and attaching itself to tyres. Um, these questions I need answers for. So why are we having so many potholes and is our road construction technique inferior to that in other countries? But I have questions. Yeah, no really, really good questions. Uh, there has been because it's been the uh, been the issue, hasn't it? Uh, and uh, uh, going along the Hamilton Expressway, no potholes there. What a beautiful piece of road that is, Mark North Thomas. Have you been through it? I have. I love oh. it, and I love the um, the statues on the side as well. It's very the cool. Po, they're, very cool. they're just gorgeous, aren't they? Um, but needless to say, how uh, frightening. It would be if you actually went into a one of those deep potholes, Mark. Oh, some of them are, are they like craters, and I know that especially uh, in the far north, it's been pretty bad yeah. at various times over the last couple of years. But Julie seems to be Woods a bit better. and Mark North Thomas with me. The latest on the COVID uh, relaxation of rules, possibly just after four. Stay with us.